November 7th, 2022 will mark that 22-year mark since we last saw a deathless day in Texas. And, you know, unfortunately, that trend is going in the wrong direction. Answering a text while you drive, grabbing that final blessed fry from the bag in the seat next to you. I'm personally super guilty of this one. These tasks seem totally harmless, right? But they really could cost you or somebody else on the road their life. As I was sitting there waiting for the traffic to pass by, an 18-year-old came barreling down the road. He was on his phone texting at the time, and he ran into the rear end of them at 60 miles an hour. This is hard for me to wrap my head around, okay? Nearly 79,000 people have lost their lives on Texas roadways since November 8th, 2000. That's how long it's been since we've had a deathless day. And that's what we want, right? So what action can be taken to finally make that a reality? I'm Bailey Friday, and North Texas wants to know... What needs to be done to end the streak of traffic fatalities? Officials pretty much seem to agree on this. They say the key to stopping these accidents from happening in the first place is recognizing what causes them. In Dallas County, for instance, and we see this across the state, uh, distracted driving, driving under the influence and speeding are all major factors in crashes that we've seen over the last few years, sending the fatality rate up instead of going down. Those three behaviors are really preventable when you're behind the wheel. Uh, You should be giving your full attention to the roadway. You should be making sure that surrounding traffic is on your radar and really trying to drive through to get to your destination and get there safely. Uh, But unfortunately, these three factors are on the rise and really starting to drive up the fatality numbers here in the Dallas Metro. But it's not just cell phones. Texting and driving, smartphones obviously have had a big impact over the last 10, 15 years. A lot of the people that are killed in our area are actually people under the age of 30. And for them, other passengers can be distracting. Food can be a distraction. Playing with the radio or your navigation system can be a distraction. So there's a lot of different variables that go into why we're seeing these numbers increase. Uh, But the bottom line is we're trending in the wrong direction. That is Daniel Armbruster with AAA Texas. While those factors are the reason for most accidents, there are still some things to keep in mind before hitting the road. We've also seen other risky behaviors uh, such as road rage, people becoming angry behind the wheel, not being able to control their emotions, and situations escalating. The pandemic certainly had a big part of that. And as you pointed out earlier, in the pandemic, we saw fewer people driving on the roadways, but we've continued to see 
the number of fatalities increase with each passing year since the pandemic. A big part of that was when the roadways were empty, speed. A lot of drivers were able to uh, have open roadways and, and they were able to drive much faster than normal, in, in especially in cities and urban areas. Here's a pretty sad statistic. An average of 11 people are killed in crashes every single day in Texas. 11 a day. Most of those fatal crashes happen in evening rush hour and overnight hours. TxDOT spokesperson Kenna Mitchell says traffic patterns really do affect the way we drive. One thing to keep in mind is we keep hearing that uh, but traffic levels are still low from the pandemic. And really, traffic is back. I think anyone that drives around Dallas sees there's traffic out there, especially during those really peak morning and evening commutes. So during those times, especially, that's when traffic's going slow. It may be bumper to bumper. And those are the times to really be on your guard. Uh, you've got to plan ahead to get to your destination because there might be a delay in your drive. And sometimes when traffic is slow, you think, oh, I might be able to just look at that text or you know, dial a number. Uh, but really, that is taking your eyes off the roadway uh, for at least five seconds every time you look down at your phone. People think distracted driving is just a cell phone. It's not. It's fixing your hair or doing your makeup while you're driving down the road. Anything that takes your eyes off of the road is automatically distracted driving. Playing your music too loud and having a good time in your car is distracted driving. Uh, you just got people who just aren't flat out paying attention to what's going on on the road. They're flying, they're driving too fast. They're in a hurry to get nowhere fast, it seems like. The sad thing is, like you said, it's so preventable. A lot of these accidents are. You can prevent getting behind the wheel with the phone in your hand and not paying attention to what you're doing. I mean, that. just imagine how simple that is to just turn your phone off, put it in your post, put it in the back seat, put it somewhere so there is no distraction. And therefore, your chances of having a wreck because your phone is in your hand is zero because you don't have it. Deanna Irwin's daughter, Peyton, was tragically killed in a car accident when the other driver was distracted. Peyton was on her way to San Antonio to watch the drill team that she had just graduated from the year before. They were competing at like a state competition at SeaWorld. And so she, along with uh, one of the moms of one of the dancers and her three children were on the way. Uh, they had stopped to turn left into a convenience store. And as they were sitting there waiting for the traffic to pass by, an 18-year-old came barreling down the road. He was on his phone texting at the time. And he ran into the rear end of them at 60 miles an hour. The little black box in his vehicle indicated that he put his brakes he brakes on point zero six seconds before he made impact. So that means he literally was not, I mean, did not pay any attention to the road. Um, fortunately, all four of the children in the vehicle uh, were killed upon impact. And the mother has suffered, you know, long-term injuries from that. Despite the traumatic incident, Irwin continues giving back to the community. She continues honoring her daughter and educating people about all the factors that affect our driving the most. Originally, right after she passed away, people, we had an awesome community and they stepped up, you know, to help us financially with, you know, the expenses and stuff. But after that was covered, they were like, you know, 
who would love to help with a scholarship for her. So we started out and just opened an account for people to put money in and start a scholarship. So in 2020, we started the Pineapple Run because I thought that was a great way to reach a volume of people at one time. So we did that and in the same time, raising money to give back to, you know, to students who are graduating high school and going on into secondary education or even trade school, you know. I just thought it was a great way to help us get our message out there. Uh, We're growing every day, trying to get our message out. Obviously, Texas drivers are going to be the ones who make the biggest impact ultimately, right? But what can lawmakers do so that we can finally end this streak of deaths on Texas roads? Well, certainly the support from our local governments and our elected officials is key. Uh, While we're working hard to make improvements to safety on the highway system, uh, there's also that driver education component that needs to take place as well. So really, as many people that can get involved in the industry movement, sharing our messages and uh, really hitting home that this is something that we need to reverse and get those numbers going down, uh, we certainly welcome that conversation. Texting and driving, even including death. Is only a misdemeanor charge. It's not a felony level. I do feel that until it becomes a felony, people aren't going to take it quite as seriously because, hey, what's going to happen to me? I might get, you know, some jail time or I might have to pay a fine. That's kind of the way I think people see it. People relate better when they can see somebody who has caused this or see somebody whose life has been affected by this. Um, I think that it's really important, and that's why I try to get the word out there and get my message out there about all forms of distracted driving and driving safety. Um, another thing is, I don't, there's so many counties and cities that have ordinances against cell phone use. I think every city needs to have that. There needs to be a city ordinance or a law where people can't use their phone while they're driving. And Start issuing citations. Do something to make it serious. I think it starts with education, and then it's got to have some form of enforcement behind it. When you look at attorney's fees, penalties, increased insurance costs, and other expenses, the average cost of a DUI can cost over $15,000 for first-time offenders. So making sure that people understand not only could it, it ruin your life because you could injure or kill someone, but it's also going to uh, ruin you financially, potentially. So there's a lot of impact that the law can have in that regard. And so it's important for lawmakers to think about that. But laws aren't going to change everything. Uh, It really takes a community effort. It takes organizations like AAA, like TechStot, getting out there, getting the word out to people about the risks uh, of impairment or distractions or whatever uh, the risky behavior is, because not only have we seen uh, those two types of behaviors increase, we've also seen other risky behaviors uh, such as road rage, people becoming angry behind the wheel, not being able to control their emotions and situations escalating. Let's put our seatbelts on, let's quit drinking, let's quit texting and being on the phone and, you know, let's just drive. That I've started saying that right after the accident, just drive. Get where you're going and then play with the phone and do whatever you need to do. But let's drive and get there. I want everybody to have the kids home for the holidays. I want everybody to be able to go to grandma and grandpa and, you know, 
let's let's end the street and get our roads safe again. I'm Bailey Friday at News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas, Fort Worth. Thank you so much for joining me on our new podcast, North Texas Wants to Know. If you liked the show, please give us a rating and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by Chris Blake and Savannah Jones. Original music by Michael Eisenstein. Editorial support from Cooper Mall. Odyssey's managing producer for national news podcasts is Myron Kaplan.